everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Convos with Anita podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can reach out to me also at ConvosCWS at gmail.com. That's Convos, C-O-N-V-O-S-C-W-S at gmail.com. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about emotional quotient. And um, this is a fairly new term. Um, This concept came around in the 1990s. And we're going to talk about what it is and why it's relevant to our lives. Most people are familiar with the term IQ or intelligence quotient. Now, we know that IQ measures a person's ability to understand, learn, and apply information. Um, When people are tested for IQ, it evaluates areas such as problem solving and memory. And um, it gives us an overall look at how a person can problem solve, how their memory is, can they understand the information they're seeing, and do they have the ability to, to, learn, to learn and apply new information? EQ is a little different. EQ deals with the way we process, understand, and manage our emotions, and also how our emotions impact those around us. And like I said, this concept became very popular in the 1990s as com- companies were promoting activities designed to increase employees' um, EQ in the workplace Um, and also that was a time where we saw a lot of companies focusing on um, helping employees be more productive through learning about their personality and their personality traits and communication styles and how all those things fit together so EQ is the the part that looks at emotions so this was um, a, an important tool, and it continues to be an important tool, um, especially in the development of managers and C-suite level pro- professionals. So a lot of times when you are rising to the echelon of, of seniority within a company, uh, EQ is something that becomes very relevant because how you deal with your emotions and, and how your emotions impact other people can really play into how successful you are as a senior manager or senior professional in, in a company. Um, but let's get this clear. EQ is not only for the business environment or for business professionals. We can apply the principles of EQ in many areas of our daily life. And that's because we're talking about understanding and managing our emotions and having an awareness about how those emotions um, impact other people. So I was doing some reading and uh, from the website psychcentral.com, they talk about, um, they give a great definition of an emotional um, quotient. And it On their website, it says that EQ is the ability to understand, interpret, and manage your emotions, as well as those of other people. Um, This this also means that if you have high IQ, that you're able to communicate with others, show empathy when needed, and overcome emotionally charged situations. So when we think about our daily lives, I mean, there are certainly many, many situations where understanding our EQ would help us 
uh, be more proactive in how we deal with certain situations that come up in our everyday lives. So in other words, um, the ability to understand how you individually think about and manage your emotions is very important. I, I think this is an area that we don't talk about much because we focus on behaviors or we focus on habits and patterns. But emotions play a large role in our everyday life. Managing emotions also has a big effect on those around you. Think about parents and children, coaches and teammates, teachers and students. Um, all of those different scenarios, uh, you can have whatever the emotional situation is impact others around you. And so that becomes important in managing conflict and managing um, interactions and interpersonal relationships. So um, EQ definitely plays a role and we want to leverage it so that we have a better experience. So let me tell you who developed the concept of uh, EQ. It was introduced by a psychologist um, and author. His name was Daniel Goldman. And again, this was introduced in the 1990s. So in his model of EQ, there are five major components. Um, the first component is self-regulation. This means our ability to regulate or manage our emotions in a way that's appropriate to the situation and for the person's age. So for example, when you're in a store and you see a toddler having a complete temper tantrum, that's somewhat expected for a toddler. Um, toddlers have not fully developed the ability to regulate their emotions. So when something doesn't go their way or they can't have that candy bar, uh, their way of dealing with that maybe to have a temper tantrum that's totally age appropriate and what we expect but on the other hand an adult having a temper tantrum in a store would not be something we would expect we would not expect a full-grown adult to um, express their emotions in a temper tantrum um, in that case if we did see an adult having a temper tantrum we may say that that adult has problems with self-regulation or emotional regulation. And again, this is the ability to um, manage our emotions in a way that's age appropriate. The second major concept of uh, EQ under Goldman's model is self-awareness. This means being aware of how your emotional expression impacts those around you. Um, it, it's an awareness of uh, who you are directing your emotions to and how those emotions are received. Um, if you want an example, here's an example. Um, in a work setting, a manager may um, become very positive, smiling, uh, joking, um, being more carefree whenever they're around a particular employee and everybody notices, notices that. So this manager uh, shows more positive emotion whenever they're around uh, that particular employee. However, their expression of that positive emotion may cause other employees to feel less valued or slighted. Um, the manager may not be aware of how their positive emotional expression is being received by other employees. So therefore, 
the manager doesn't have self-awareness. And again, when we talk about these things, they're, they're not always in a negative context. And with emotion, in this example, we see where a manager expressing positive emotion has a negative um, impact because the manager is not aware of how their positive expression of emotion whenever they're around a certain employee impacts the rest of the employees. Um, Another major component of Goldman's um, uh, model is empathy. So people often get empathy and sympathy mixed up. Uh, Sympathy is an expression of comfort or compassion towards a person or situation. Um, Often this is when someone has a loss or goes through something personally traumatic. We tend to express sympathy. So um, someone loses someone, we give our condolences, my deepest sympathies, and we're we're extending compassion and extending a sense of comfort towards that person. Empathy is not that. Empathy is the ability to understand a situation from the other person's point of view. That's where they're saying uh, it's kind of synonymous with the saying of put yourself in someone else's shoes. So it doesn't require us to agree with the situation, but simply to understand the situation by placing ourselves in the other person's uh, vantage point or, or placing ourselves in the other person's shoes. So in other words, a simple way to say that is seeing the situation from their perspective. Again, it doesn't require us to agree with whatever's going on, but to have an understanding. So if, you know, you could be in the workplace and maybe your coworker is really upset at being passed over uh, for an opportunity. And instead of just saying, um, man, it's really, you know, messed up. We convey that, yeah, I can see why you're upset or I see why that really, really got under your skin. And again, you're not agreeing with their perspective, but you're acknowledging to the other person that you can see it from their vantage point. Um, The fourth component in this model is motivation. And this speaks to how, how we move towards goals. Do you have initiative? Are you a self-starter? And and why does that matter in EQ? Well, people who are highly motivated are more likely to address the other components of of emotional uh, quotient when necessary. So if you know you're not self-aware, as in the example we used with the manager, um, a highly motivated manager is going to start to notice something is happening whenever they're around a particular employee and they start expressing positive emotion. They're going to notice something's off with the, with the other employees, and now they're motivated to dive into that and try to see what's going on and how they can tra- change it. On the other hand, when there's a lack of motivation, um, it means that people who need to address different areas of their emotional quotient may not be uh, able to, they may not have the momentum to. And the final component in this model is social skills. So social skills simply describe our ability to get along with others and act appropriately in social settings. 
Um, Social skills include how we communicate, how we interact and get along with others, um, and how we operate in social settings. Um, This is an important aspect of EQ because if a person lacks social skills, it's difficult to have self-awareness, self-regulation, or empathy for those around them. And that could diminish your EQ. Um, On the other hand, improving or strengthening social skills can help our overall EQ. So I may be a a good communicator, but if I strengthen that skill of communication, it's going to strengthen my ability to convey to others that um, I empathize with you or I understand how my emotions may be impacting you. So when we talk about improving or strengthening our EQ, we're not saying that everybody is at a low point and they need to come up to a certain point. We're saying wherever you are uh, with your EQ, there's room to strengthen and improve it so that you can be even better um, at what you do. So um, I was looking at another website the Gottman Institute. And for those of us that work in mental health um, or counseling, uh, the Gottman Institute uh, is is uh, very well known for their work with couples, families, and, and children. So something very interesting I saw on their website is that children can start to develop strategies to regulate their emotions as early as the age of four years old. So this means that as children are developing their personalities, that their ability to learn and create strategies for themselves to regulate their emotions can start as early as the age of four. Now, of course, a four-year-old, their strategies are going to be very simple and age-appropriate. So an example of how um, children can um, regulate their emotions may be how they respond to um, uh, the feeling that comes with hearing a lot a loud noise so there may be an initial startle and then that child develops a strategy to deal with that initial startle startle which may be just simply walking away or taking a deep breath but as children develop their strategies for dealing with Emotional regulation becomes more complex. And, you know, hopefully, um, as children are developing, they're getting the correct guidance and um, reflection that helps them develop adequate and effective ways of managing their emotions. But we know that that's not always true. And this is why EQ matters. Because when children have trouble with emotional EQ or regulating emotions they grow into adults that have trouble with EQ or regulating emotions this can cause um, negative experiences in people's lives people may not be able to respond appropriately to situations or understand how their emotions in a situation can influence others and to see this all we have to do is go on social media we can see on social media so many situations where the response is so over the top of the uh of the um situation so um 
I can think of the situations where people are confronted. They're walking their dog, they're on the beach, they're barbecuing, and somebody comes over and they has have an emotional explosion to that person doing the thing that they're doing. Um, there are times where we see children um, walking down a street and a, a group of children come in and they start um, a fight or they're bullying or they're cursing or other things like that. There are videos with women um, and men just over the top emotional responses to situations that really shouldn't require that. So it's very important for us to understand that being able to regulate and understand your emotions start at a very young age. And for those of us that have the influence of young children around us, we should actively uh, encourage, reflect, guide, and nurture um, healthy ways of coping and regulate, regulating emotions. So adults that have trouble regulating emotion um, can have can see problems in relationships in the workplace um, as parents and in the school environment and you know especially in the school environment um, those who can't regulate their emotions may also experience behavioral issues or problems because they cannot convey what they're feeling and they cannot understand how what they're feeling impacts others and here's an example um, if a child has problems regulating their emotion emotions and they don't have the vocabulary to tell an adult what they're experiencing those behaviors may come out as disruptive behaviors in the classroom as that child is trying to bring attention to um, an emotion that they're feeling at the time I'm not saying that's always the, tr the case, but very often we see that connection. If the individual doesn't have insight or awareness of their emotional quotient, that's where some of these problematic behaviors and um, issues can start to surface. And sometimes those behaviors can infringe on the space or rights of others. Like I was just talked about all these videos with people fighting or over the top and bullying. And, um, you know, when you when a person is barbecuing and they're with their family and they're not bothering anyone else and someone comes over into that space and just unloads on them, that's that's really an infringement of the right of that person to barbecue and we may not think of it like that but actually that's what's happening so when those people are saying well you don't have the right to be here and um, I don't want you in this space and I feel threatened by you those are all signs that the person that's upset is not regulating or managing their emotions very well at all so when it comes to EQ and relationships, the inability to manage and understand your emotions can cause a strain. Um, being unaware of how your emotional expression, regulation, and awareness impacts your partner can lead to communication problems, constant arguments, and disagreements. If one or both parties in a partnership are struggling with, with EQ, 
it can make resolving conflict much harder. So if you're in a situation where you feel like you're going round and round and round, nothing ever changes, we never really come to a conclusion about things, maybe it's time to sit down and evaluate. Well, you know, do I really understand the emotion that I'm feeling? Am I conveying that? Do I understand how when I blow off the handle, how that impacts my partner and maybe shuts them down? We can't change other people, but we can work on ourselves and and having this model and these different areas, the five components of the EQ model gives you kind of a roadmap that you can start working on some things. Um, in the workplace, uh, EQ can have a huge impact on organizational culture and employee satisfaction. When managers and or workers struggle with EQ, it can cause serious problems. Employees can feel a lack of understanding from their managers, empathy, managers who are unable to properly control their emotions. And this doesn't always have to be yelling I mean, this doesn't always have to be aggressive behavior like yelling. It can be more subtle, such as sarcastic remarks or remarks designed to praise one employee um, at the expense of others. So, again, it doesn't have to always be the most extreme example. Lack of EQ by managers can be very problematic. If you're in a workplace and you're experiencing tough situations, try learning about your EQ style. Um, there are a lot of books out there. E uh, Emotional Quotient 2.0 is the most popular one. Um, it may Learning about your EQ style may provide some hints on how you understand process and manage your emotions, which could give you insight and ideas on how to navigate the work environment. Again, we can't change the people around us, but we can change our level of understanding and how we respond to things. Um, EQ and parenting. Um, parenting styles can vary by generation, culture, ethnicity, personal experience. In the U.S., um, there are many different styles of parenting. But when it comes to EQ, two styles um, kind of stand out. So in the collaborative style of parenting where children are proactively encouraged to engage in new experiences, may have parents with a higher EQ. Um, these parents may be more in tune with how they understand, manage, and express their emotions and how their EQ impacts their children so they're able to confidently or comfortably encourage their children to have these new experiences. And if we go back to the earlier information from the Gottman Institute, probably help their children develop a very healthy coping styles so that as they're growing they're understanding and managing their emotions in a healthy way on the other hand authoritarian styles of parenting where there is strict control of the children's learning experiences and children are not encouraged to proactively experience things unless they're directed or told in these scenarios the parents may benefit from an improved EQ that allows them to be more understanding of how their authoritarian style and expression of emotion may impact their children. Um, there are a lot of people from the quote old school where um, there was a lot of discipline in the home and children um, 
did not have a lot of the um, experiences that they do now there wasn't a lot of freedom to be quite frank and not necessarily that that was a bad thing for the time but many many people may have never learned how to have a healthy way to understand and manage their emotions and definitely may not be in tune with how their emotions impact others because in an authoritarian style there's no sense of as an authoritarian leaning parent how my emotions impact my child I'm more concerned with the discipline and the order of my home so again not saying that that one style is right or one style is wrong but just understanding how EQ plays into parenting and more importantly how we help our children develop healthy ways to cope and manage um, their their emotions and the school environment now this is the one that kind of gets me passionate EQ is very important in the school environment because we see so many examples of explosive, aggressive, and sometimes dangerous um, actions by children and teens. Now, there may be many explanations for this. There are um, many factors that go into um, why children and adolescents do the things that they do. But I believe that EQ or a lack of thereof is a big contributing factor to what to some of what we're seeing in the schools and on social media children that are lacking in age-appropriate social skills and motivation may have a hard time understanding managing and appropriately expressing their emotions and remember the key word here is age-appropriate social skills um walking over and and just hauling off and encouraging a group of people to be another person is not an age-appropriate social skill. It's not an age-appropriate way of managing emotions. And we see so much of that. And in the age where nothing happens in the dark, cell phone and media and video, we've seen that to the point where we almost don't even have a reaction to it anymore. The encouraging thing about this, because I don't, you know, I'm not a negative person and I don't like to, to, to um, make it too heavy, but one of the things that's really kind of cool is there are a lot of schools out there that have tried to use different approaches to teach children how to better self-regulate um, by using relaxation or de-escalation techniques. They're bringing um, self-awareness and insight to children, helping them improve their self-awareness. So um, I, there was an article I read where um, a school introduced a form of meditation and the suspensions and expulsions went down by like 90%. It was really incredible. So improving a self-awareness for children of how those explosive um, behaviors or emotions may impact others around them has really been successful in some schools where they've tried it. And improving empathy. Uh, schools can do a lot to improve understanding among populations or among groups of students, uh, whether the, that's by um, um, culture or what activities students are in in school. Um, promoting the fact that students can understand other students' perspectives 
could go a long way and they may actually improve the school's ability to deal with some of these behaviors because in some schools we know that this is such a problem that the school can't even get a handle on it and if we're talking about high schoolers or middle schoolers where they're beyond the age of molding they're not four anymore but they're teenagers um, we may have to go back and reintroduce some of these topics so that the students can learn about their emotional quotient and improve upon it um, eq may not be the total solution to some of the problems that we're seeing in the school but incorporating these principles could go a long way to help reducing it i would even say you know proposing leadership training or opportunities in schools that assist students in strengthening their eq so similar to similar to how we develop managers and c-suite professionals in the business arena we can use those same concepts to create leadership programs that teach students about their eq and help them improve it so uh, thanks so much for listening and thank you for tuning in to combos with anita santiago podcast please subscribe to this podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts again if you want to reach out to me please do so at combos cws at gmail.com mm-hmm.